0: Good morning, Eden Baruchi. Welcome on VH Berries.
1: Hello. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> we woke up very early today.
1: Very early. I'm not used to wake up these hours.
0: So, Eden, can you start to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, sure. Uh, my name is Eden Baruchi. I'm from Jerusalem in Israel. I will be 24 in two more months. Uh, currently, I'm not working because of the situation. But before that, I was a receptionist in a hotel in Jerusalem, and I really loved to singing and knitting and writing. And I hope the situation will solve very soon.
0: So, from your point of view, how is uh, the situation of COVID-19 is progressing is uh, in Israel?
1: Um, at the beginning, all of Israel just didn't know what is going on and they start to close us in our houses. Uh, we can only go 100 meters from the house and some days we cannot leave at all, even not for groceries or supermarket or anything. And right now they start to give us a little more space We can go between cities and we can go and visit our families. Uh, Schools are started again, but not all of the grades. And just step by step, the Israeli government is starting to help us to come out from this quarantine.
0: And personally, how do you feel? Because it was very long.
1: Yes, it was very long. I've been two months in my house, Uh, at the beginning it was very, very nice. I could sleep 12 hours and my mom won't say (laughs) anything about it. And I watched a lot of Netflix and eat what I wanted and go to sleep at four in the morning. Um, But right now it's getting a little bit harder because I haven't seen my friends or my uh, father or the rest of the family. And I really miss my job at a hotel. I miss the guests, and I miss the people and all of my friends.
0: So you said it. You are very bored during this uh, this uh, quarantine.
1: <laughs> Too bored. Yes, you have to start cleaning your home or cleaning your room, and you cannot do it for two months. So it's <laughs> it's very hard and bored. Yes.
0: Yes, because uh, you said to me that Israeli families started to clean their house because there is something called uh, the Passover.
1: Correct. On Passover, we have uh, a tradition that we need to clean the houses. And for about two or three weeks, we cleaned the house for everything. every Every room, everything, every closet, everything. It was very, very hard. <laughs>
0: So, the Passover is um, one of the most famous Jewish uh, holidays.
1: Correct. It's a, it's a holiday that we cannot eat for two weeks according to the Bible and the tradition. Uh, no flour, no pastas, no pizzas, uh, nothing that contains flour. And we just eat matzah. And it's not very nice. I hope uh, it will be a different holiday. But Passover is really about the family. And we had to do it very differently in this quarantine. Mostly Zoom conversations. Because we cannot do it with the whole family.
0: Sure. And with all this time, you also find uh, some uh, moments uh, for igniting. Can you yes. share this experience?
1: Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm, I learned from my grandmother to knit uh, six years ago and I mostly do hats and scarves and when this quarantine started I knew I have to do something because I will be bored for sure so I just bought a hundred packs of yarn for this quarantine and I'm successfully made about 15 hats and 10 scarves so it's very very nice for this time.
0: But. 15 scarf and.
1: Yes. <laughs> Two months we were in quarantine, so we had a lot of time.
0: Oh, so you try to create like, uh, every, every scarf has a different colors, you know?
1: Yes, exactly. Just to try and do something with this time.
0: So everything is made by, by, by hands, I, I guess?
1: Yes, everything. I watched some YouTube movies, um, uh, videos to see what I can do maybe different this time, maybe a different hat style or a different scarf style.
0: And so you're also watching uh, some TV programs uh, like uh, Zappa Live. Can you explain this to us? (laughs)
1: Yes, of course. Uh, When we started the quarantine in Israel, uh, a lot of Israeli performance uh, didn't have any, any shows to do. So Zappalive uh, is a channel here in Israel and they just did us a show every evening with a different performer uh, with the favorite songs and I know that most of the people in Israel watched it even if it was at uh, 11 in the evening or midnight and it was very fun, it was very nice of them to do such a thing for people in their houses.
0: And personally, I was always uh, interested in, in knowing: um, Do you uh, listen to uh, English music, or do you uh, stay with Hebrew mu- uh, type of music? What do you, what do you prefer, um, for example?
1: On my lists, I have mostly English. I listen, like everybody else, to Rihanna and to <laughs> Ariana Grande. We listen it to hear as well and I don't hear a lot of Hebrew mostly we hear Hebrew in our family hangouts or weddings um, but I do listen to English mostly most of the time
0: so I guess that uh, you said it Hebrew is for like the song like happy birthday for traditional uh, yes, events exactly
1: but in Hebrew <laughs> it's very different than the English one
0: So let's just make a little focus on uh, Hebrew because uh, this is a language with a totally different uh, alphabet with new symbols.
1: Yes, correct. Uh, The Hebrew letters, we have 22. And the Hebrew language, although we learn it from really little age, it's very hard to learn it, even if you know it. When when you're in high school, we have uh, Hebrew lessons, and it's very, very difficult how to make a sentence, and what can you say or not say. as As the English one, we have like, didn't or did, but in Hebrew. And the Hebrew letters are very difficult. We write from right to left, not from left to right, and... It's a different, very, very different language and how we pronounce it very different from every language i ever known.
0: Is it more difficult to write it than to uh, to, to speak?
1: Sometimes, because we have a lot of words and sentences that one or two letters are not pronounced. So, you don't know if it should be there or not should be there when you write it. So, speaking is a lot much more easier than to write it, yes.
0: So, Eden, you said that uh, Hebrew uh, is written uh, from right to left. Is it? Is there a link with uh, Arabic, for example?
1: Unfortunately, I didn't learn Arabic when I was in high school. Uh, if you want, in high school, you can learn or Arabic or France. Um, but no, I think we write it also from right to left, the Arabic. The letters are a little bit similar. It's not the same, but similar. And in the Hebrew language and in the Arabic language, there's a lot of words that are the same for us with the same meaning.
0: Great. You just mentioned uh, your uh, years of high school because an um, uh, Israeli uh, students used to do uh, some years of uh, military service after uh, they graduated from high school.
1: Yes, correct. Uh, every teenager in Israel, when he finished high school and turned 18, we have to go to the military. Girls do two years and boys do three. Um, most of the boys do fighter jobs. They go to the border. They have the big jeeps and the big guns. And most of the girls are going to work at the office or to be teachers for a lot of us. Uh, my army service was wonderful. It was very, very... Different. I was an eye watcher. We call it like that here. Uh, I watched the borders of Israel. Mine was Israel and Syria. I also was a commander. Our job is to look at the screen for four hours with a lot of different cameras around the border. And we cannot move our eyes. So we're just four hours like this. Uh, we cannot eat and we cannot drink. We can ask someone to come and change us so we can go eat, drink, be on our phones. But this is how we do it. Four hours on the screen, not moving. It was very, very hard because you wake up in hours. For example, you wake up uh, at three in the morning to start a shift at four. So it's very difficult to stay awake, but all of us girls know we have to do it. So we have a little games um, where we worked and we have our commanders. We sing a lot and we make jokes. So it's, you can just pass it, pass the ships uh, just in a good way.
0: And on the screen, uh, what did you uh, so? What was the the angle of the camera?
1: Um, all the cameras are very, very high. So we see everything from above. Uh, most of the time we just watch the border. Um, some ships, a lot of ships came to the border itself. Uh, but this is mostly what we saw. Just watch the border to see that everything is going good.
0: And did you ever saw something that was unusual, for example, or is there like a, a, a secret uh, about <laughs> what you saw?
1: We have a lot of secrets. Yes, unfortunately, I cannot tell. But um, we saw one time when I was a commander, um, a man and a woman just having a date near the border, and it was very, very nice and very cute to see it.
0: So I guess that to see this couple, uh, there is a kind of um, of a delimitation, like a front uh, a frontier.
1: Yes, it, it was. Um, when I saw this date and all my soldiers saw it, uh, again, it was very nice and very cute to see it. And then we all realized um, they do dates as well. They meet as well. Uh, they have friendship and relationships as well. And it was very, very nice to see it. And I'm glad I had a chance to see it.
0: You told me that uh, this military uh, lasts uh, two years, so is there any difference, for example, when you do do it uh, in the summer than in the winter?
1: Yes, in the summer, you can see everything with the cameras, but in the winter, it was in the north of Israel. So it was a lot of rain and a lot of wind, and sometimes when it was snow, our cameras just froze. And we cannot see anything. So it's very different on the season.
0: Okay. And did you ever had the opportunity to approach uh, the frontier more like, uh, the, the men did doors?
1: Uh, sometimes, yes. Uh, sometimes when we're on, on shifts, uh, the boys, the soldiers, the fighters came where we were and just talked to us and asked to see some things. And it was very nice because we are, the eye watchers are girls all day. It's 24 hours to be just with girls. When we go to the dining room and for the bedroom and for the the shifts, all are girls. So when we have a little boys around, it's very, very nice. Um, so <laughs> we made with them a lot of funny stories as well. And because we cannot turn our eyes from the camera, from the uh, the screen, uh, they really like to joke around and scare us a little bit.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Eden, in addition to this um, two years of uh, military service, you have to do uh, like 150 hours uh, of work and you choose to work in an hotel.
1: Yes, correct. When we finish the army, the government asks us... Um, it's an opportunity, not everybody had to do it, that we work around 150 hours, it's about six months and, at the, and they told us where to go, if it's a hotel, if it's to go to a farm, to work in a factory and when we finish this service, we get money because we are two years or three years in the army, we didn't get a lot of money, we didn't work so they want to help us. And oh. yes, I choose a hotel. At the beginning, it was just uh, to finish it and get the money so I can go and travel. But then I really fell in love with the hotel and with the guests and with the family there. And I really, really miss my hotel.
0: You just said that some people had the opportunity to travel, to work in um, clothes uh, factories. Maybe yes. that you could do uh, some knitting, as you uh, mentioned. <laughs>
1: if there were a, a factory for for yarn, I will probably go there. I will probably steal some yarn. But off the record, it's okay.
0: If so I you're I going never...
1: to <laughs> yes.
0: you're going to build the biggest brand of Israel. <laughs> Correct. I wish. I wish. If I I get it right, uh, this one hundred and fifty hours. Uh, it, it take less than, than, uh, two or three weeks to achieve it.
1: Yes, but you have, uh, specific criterions. You need to do that. You cannot work more than eight hours and you cannot work less than six hours. And we here in Israel work between, uh, five days a week to six because we have Friday and Saturday. This is our holy days. Oh, okay. So it's a bit of a problem to get 150 hours.
0: And uh, through this experience, what did you learn? Uh, what what type of people did you met, for example?
1: Oh, I met a lot of great people um, from all over the world. If it's uh, China or United States or France or Belgium, uh, Holland, for example, a lot of people are very interested in what I did in the army. Because they didn't see it a lot. And I remember a lot of guests went in Jerusalem just for a trip and came with pictures of the fighters, the boys, with guns. And they came and asked me why are they going with guns in the in the streets. So I explained it to them that a fighter has its own gun and when he come back home, You have to keep it in a safe or in a door. It's very complicated to keep your gun in the house. So they prefer to do it with them, to just leave it with them. And I have a lot of great people always inviting me to come and visit when I'm not working. So it's very nice to meet people from around the world. And I really miss it
0: so you said that you met like people from all around the world is it was it a big palace hotel what was it
1: uh no my hotel is a small hotel boutique hotel uh it's eldan <laughs> hotel and it's just a small hotel that you come and you have just a big family that's waiting for you anything they want if it's to help them to order food or to help them to order tickets to something. We are more than welcome to help. And we had a lot of connection with the guest. I can come to a shift and talk with the guest for two hours. Just, just talking. And it was very, very nice. Yes, from all around the world.
0: So you kind of play the role of a, a tourist office?
1: Yes, yes. A lot of tourists and Um, It was very wonderful to see different cultures and different people, different languages. It was very, very nice.
0: And um, Eden Baruri, as an Australian people, in your lifetime, uh, where did you travel, for example? Did you went in Europe or Asia? What what did you do?
1: I will start that before the situation with all COVID-19. I supposed to go on a year trip for a month in Europe, uh, but right now it's canceled. So I'm very, very sad. It's not, it's not happy for me. I'm not really happy, but I traveled in China. I've been in Morocco. I've been in Berlin and a lot of other places I want to go. But as soon as this all ends.
0: Oh, okay and so for the years to come you planned to uh, study a college in Israel to uh, learn a management is that a link with the the 150 hours that you did
1: no i finished the 150 hours about a year and a half and i just stayed at the hotel because i loved it and because i loved it i started to see if there is a degree for something about hotels and management and I found it. I will be learning in a college here in Jerusalem um, and the degree is three years so probably when I finish it I will go to travel around the world.
0: And maybe that you can work as a receptionist like in other countries?
1: <laughs> I wish, I wish. It will be great I think.
0: You're going to uh to share uh, the uh, the uh, (laughs) the Israeli culture uh, uh, worldwide
1: oh yes of course the israeli culture is very very funny most of the times we do a lot of stupid things but this is what makes the israeli israeli (laughs) the israeli people are very warm we're very we want to hug and we want to love and we want to share it and we are very noisy. If you ever see someone screaming, it's probably an Israeli. We love to scream and we love to use our hands during the conversation. Um, so to be an Israeli is to be warm, but to scream a little bit. And is to love to hug and use your hands during the talk. Uh, this is the, the Israeli people. This is what we are.
0: So you mean that right now, when you are talking, you are using your hands? Yes,
1: yes, I am. I try not to show it, but I do.
0: (laughs) I'm at the complete opposite because my hands aren't moving at all.
1: (laughs) Here in Israel, again, we everybody here, even if you start a conversation with your best friend, during the conversation, you will start to talk with your hands. It doesn't matter what you do. You just talk with it. It's... Hmm. It's just kind of the things we do. this is how we express our talking, what we feel, what we want to say
0: It makes a lot of sense to, uh, to me because a few days ago I watched uh, a David Geta fundraising, and at some moment there were a webcam connected to someone in israel. they were having <laughs> like big they were having like big flags
1: <laughs> yes it's very familiar familiar with the Israeli
0: people. So I guess that this is a kind of patriotism.
1: I guess so. It's really the Israeli culture. During the years, this is what we learn. We learn to speak with our hands, to express what we feel with our hands. So if you see someone talking a little bit loud and using their hands, it will probably be an Israeli.